This is money line. This is money line. This is money line. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Yeah, we made it. You just talk. If they hate it, you know they're watching. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Lights, camera, action. Hello, world. Welcome in to Moneyline. You know what time it is. It's Sunday. And we are one week closer to NFL, to a little bit of college football. So you know we are in the zone. And as always, to my right, the statistician, my partner in grind, at Josh Jordan 97.5, is where you can find him on Twitter, Josh Jordan. What's going on, Jerry? One more Sunday closer to football, man. It's getting close. It's getting close. I know it's uh, it's it's smoke season right now, though. Every time someone makes a catch, you already hear about it. This guy looks so great, and some of these guys don't even have pads on. So we're going to be make sure that we don't get a, a, ahead of ourselves. But behind the glass today, what's going on, Jugs? My man Trey's in the building. Hey, everybody. It's Trey here. Um, sometimes when I wake up really early, my stomach takes a while to, like, wake up with me so it, my stomach will be growling and it's really weird and i don't know y'all ever have that happen no <laughs> i mean maybe it's called being hungry maybe yeah. uh someone out there is hung over right now and they're saying yeah my stomach's still growling i gotta vomit get this man a kolache get this man a kolache but if you're out there right now and you're getting your coffee going you're getting your kolaches going or you're saying you know when i'm starting early i'm sipping on something yeah. i'm throwing some some whiskey in this in this coffee whatever your take is 713-780-3776 we want to hear about it at moneyline 97.5 is where you can find us on twitter Hit us up on Twitch at uh, it's twitch.tv backslash ESPN975. Shout out to everyone already hanging out on Twitch. Chuck D, Titan Hugo's in the house. BMFTX is in the house. Shout out to everyone hanging out because we got a lot to get to. And no, we're not going to take the route of, we're not going to do play by play on Deshaun Watson. <laughs> like, that's one thing we're He's not going to do. You know, we're not going <laughs> to do that on this show. Because uh, listening around town, you know, you, you, you go to see just sometimes, you know, you turn the dial to see what's going on. You're like, man, what the hell is going on? Uh, oh, on Twitter, you're seeing the hoodie. What what kind of hoodie does he have on? Mm-hmm. Before we have the Billichek hoodie, does he have a hoodie on for the for the Super Bowl bets? Now we might just have prop bets on my bookie. Hey, my bookie, will, will, will he have long sleeve hoodie? Like, I don't care. I don't care at this point. We spoke about it last week. I'm at the point, I'm where Lamont is. Lamont always says, get out of my city. Get out of my city. That's where I'm at. Get out of this city. Like, what are we doing? I saw he, they got him lined up at safety. I said, what in the heck? Uh, safety? Let's get out of this. <laughs> I'm just amazed. It, it's 100 degrees outside. He's wearing a hoodie. But allegedly during his massages, it was just the little washcloth. And he was saying, I get, I'm, I'm too hot. And he'd throw it off. He'd get, he'd get too hot in an air-conditioned massage room. that He'd have to ditch the towel. But outside, 100 degrees at training camp, rocking a hoodie. I don't he, know. That doesn't add up to me. He's got to overcompensate. <laughs> That's what it is. Medieval, medieval Deshaun would just, would just put a, a, a leaf. A little you know, leaf. Like old school, just a little <laughs> leaf. Like the, back in the old days, they didn't even have towels. But again, man, it's just... 
what does good does this do for the organization? The Watson guy, we have to get past that. I know it hurts in your heart and saying, man, maybe there's a little bit of chance. Well, reports come out and say that they even sat down and got to talk some, that being Watson in the front office, some, and, and he was polite as can be. The word polite came out, that he was a businessman. He, he did things right, but at the end of the day, he still said, he's telling people, I'm done here. Yeah. There, there is nothing else. Please, like he, he's saying in the most polite way, it's not you, it's me. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, I'm really thinking, though, that it's going to be a year before anything happens. I Because we keep hearing all these conflicting reports, right? Like, oh, the, the Eagles are interested, and uh, the Dolphins are interested, and then we're hearing – you know, guys like I think it's Mark Berman, some of these other guys, they're like, nobody's calling. You no. know, like, you know, we're hearing, you know, from both sides, uh, you know, what his quarterback coach, you know, Deshaun's quarterback coach, he came out and said that he would have been, he was going to be traded by last Sunday. How'd that work out? And Deshaun's lawyer, Rusty Harden, oh, teams are really, they're hot for Deshaun. And then you hear the other side, Ed Werder, he said, no, people aren't interested. He said he he took a survey of a bunch of current NFL GMs, ones that needed quarterbacks and ones that didn't need quarterbacks. And he said all of them said, there's no way I would trade a lot for Deshaun with all this stuff up in the air. Like, that makes zero sense. Nobody's going to do that. So I think what's really going on is teams are like, no, we're not in a rush to do this. I mean, they're in training camp. They're, they're watching their own quarterbacks right now. I don't think anything happens for a year. You have to be extremely desperate to yes. take that chance right now to, to give them what they're asking for. Whenever they're talking about three start uh, first round picks at yes. that point, you're setting your franchise back on a big, if on a big question mark. And right now with all the question marks around Watson, and we know that the, 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 the positions doesn't go down to what uh, next year, yes. right? Like th- that's how long, so, so if if you're worried about that, and at one point, what if something else comes out? You heard that two more cases are coming. Yes. Out. So, what if what if something does come out? I, I just at this point, it's not worth it. But can you really see him sitting out? Because Coach Coley is using the phrase now: "We're not going to make him do anything he's not ready to do." What does that mean? That's BS. Like, That's what does just that mean? An, it's an excuse. They're, oh, he missed the off season program, so he just hadn't caught up with these guys. It's Tim Kelly. It's the same offensive coordinator. You know, he probably already the one knows that the you playbook. for. Yes, you already know the playbook. Deshaun, who's been in this offense and, and played seasons of football in this offense, is behind Davis Mills and, and Terod Taylor for who knows the offense. That's garbage. It's just an excuse. The more time that transpires, is it a benefit to the value of Watson, do you think, or does it go down? Who becomes more desperate? Is it a team maybe that comes in injury? I know when the Wentz injury happened, I know that, that I mean, it's it, it's not Liz Frank they're saying. It may be a miss in a month. We're going to get to that later on. But outside of division, I mean, is it is it to the benefit of the Texans holding their cards right now and saying we can get more later, even after this season, when, when teams are thinking about next year and we're thinking about picks for next season, who benefits with time? Yeah, it's it is going to have to wait. It's I think it'll be before the draft next year. But what's tough is that he's not being deposed until like around the Super Bowl in February. So, you know, like these cases might still be dragging out next summer. You know, this could last a lot longer than we anticipate. One thing we have to be happy about or at least excited somewhat about, I hate to even use that term, is that Bill O'Brien's not here because he would make deals with emotion yes. and the way things are right now, he would emotionally make a deal right now. GM Bill O'Brien. Yeah. You know? He he would go out there and say, you know what? Let's get him out of here. And he'd ship him out for something. At least right now you have people 
in the building that two, I mean, I hate to give him credit Two two weeks ago, they were giving a straight face Casario sitting up there, or let's say a month ago, they were saying straight face. No, he's not available. He mm-hmm. is the quarterback. And all of a sudden one week he shows up and it's like, yeah, we're taking phone calls. So it's hard to take these guys serious, but we know one thing that they're not going to deal him out of emotion as would O'Brien. Right. The only way I could see that happen because Casario is a robot, right? Like, you know, he will wait, like you're saying. But you know who may not wait? Cal McNair and Jack Easterby. That's that's where this could change to where they're just like, we're sick of this. Take less for Deshaun. Just get him out of here. Jack, that, that like, I prayed enough. Yeah, yes, I, I pray for a great deal to come down for Deshaun. Keep praying, Jack. But that's the only way, Jerry, is if is if Cal McNair and Jack Easterby say, Nick, we know we're going to get less than market value for him. We just don't want the headache anymore. Get it done. I think that's the only way that happens. I hate training camps turned into whenever someone's at the podium, someone's uh, quickly tasked about Watson, and it's, what do you think they're going to say? Throw him under the butts? You know, Tarot comes out and says he's actually benefited. We, we had a relationship previous yeah. to to this. Uh, we've we've known each other for years. We've talked about off field, on uh, you know, family, everything. He's actually given me helping me. So that that doesn't help the, the the situation that we're going through. A guy saying, "Yeah, no, that's my guy." Still, you see him uh, when Cooks walks out with him. You know, they're still talking, and, and he comes out and says, "No, that's my guy." I mean, I. I it just it just a tough situation to to be put in. I don't want to make it where you're either on this side or that side. But if you're for this team, if you're a fan out there and you're listening right now, and 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 I know you're you're wearing that four jersey. You went to sleep last night with it, you know, and you're waking up today still with those hopes. It's time to move on. It's it's time to move on and start thinking where do you get the most you can for them. Now the Philadelphia Eagles came into the equation, and some started t- uh, using. Okay, obviously, obviously they have draft capital, but they they said they used the phrase three first round picks and more. So so what's that and more? Whenever you look at the Philadelphia Eagles, some started saying, well, they have two marquee tight ends. Yeah, would that interest you either getting Goddard or Zach Ertz? For me, I just don't think Zach Ertz can win in one on one coverage anymore. You know, like he he doesn't seem like the same dude to me. And even a couple of years ago, he was that guy that would catch that little five yard pass and get tackled immediately. You know, he was a PPR monster. Monster. But, but as far as like a, a dynamic player on the field, I think he's kind of lost a step. And I think a lot had to do with the receiving group that they've had there. Yeah. Who, he always had almost not going to say first dibs, but first dibs. Yeah. He he would get ten targets, catch seven of them. In fantasy, you loved them. But then it was slowly but surely you saw Goddard get pushed in there, and then mm-hmm. Ertz would start getting hurt. Yep, I called him uh, uh, Ertz, sir, because he would give me a, a headache. You know what I mean? I, I I had him, and I'm like, man, this is this is a headache having him. Slowly but surely, here came Goddard, and all of a sudden, if you're the Texans, though, and they offer you Ertz, you say no. I want Goddard. That's still on that cheap deal, though. He's still on that. He's still on this rookie deal. He, he is for me. I I don't want any players i just want picks me too you know like because they're not going to be good for a couple years so why give me this guy whose contract will be up by the time the team is ready to do something so i i'd rather just get a draft pick i don't want i'm not going to say experiment it's like okay what what do you gain with goddard who's going to get in the ball exactly I, i just texans fans be prepared this is a throwaway year you know, you don't want to hear that. Everybody's at training camp, and yay, the season's coming. But this is a throwaway year. But do you believe sometimes when you look at boards, especially in the gambling universe, you always say over over exaggerations. 
under projected. Do you think that sometimes when you look at the board, like the Chiefs, to buy to go place a bet on the Chiefs, you have to pay a premium. Whenever you go bet on an ugly team, they usually say, here, go ahead. Do you think that we're looking at them too low, or do you think four and a half is exactly what they are? They're a four-win team, yeah. if that. I think that's what they are. I think the defense will be better, and the defense is terrible last year, so there's nowhere, nowhere to go but up. But this offense is going to be bad. I mean, I just I'm not a big Tarod Taylor guy. I think he's a, a game. He's a good guy to be your backup, but not your starter. You know what he is. I think I might be on the other end as far as I think the offense would be all right. Not that they're going to look great, but I think that they're going to be behind so much that they're going to put up numbers. But I think that defense is going to be just horrible. And we didn't even get to it, like you know the Randall Cobb trade. You know, this kind of changes things. We're so, going to get to yeah, that. Yeah, we'll talk to that when we get back from break. 713-780-3776. Get in on the show. Let us know what you got to say about the Watson scenario. We're going to talk about Rodgers. We're going to talk about these Astros that we all love so much. This is Moneyline ESPN 97.5. Innovation Map is the new voice of innovation in Houston. Pretty cool, huh, Morty? Covering startups, tech, energy, health, social impact, and more. Visit innovationmap.com today. Do it now. Do it. Do it. Do it now. Catch, clip, release. You'll hear that all summer with the CCA Star Catch and Release Fishing Tournament. New categories this year and more tagged reds than ever before. Spend the summer wetting a line and you can reel in a new boat and truck when you catch and release a tagged redfish. Kids can catch a $30,000 scholarship. Sponsored by Texas Ford dealers, Tilson Homes, Academy Sports and Outdoors, Shoalwater Boats, Mustang Cat, and Dargo Boats. Sign up at startournament.org, local bait camps and marinas. It's a Dance on the Green Beaumont with Pat Green, live and in concert at 500 Golf, Monday, August 9th. Come spend an evening with friends as the green becomes your dance floor. Tickets are on sale now, starting at 20 bucks at eventbrite.com and 500golf.com. Don't miss your chance to see Pat Green live, presented by G&G Enterprises Construction Corp. at 500 Golf in Beaumont, Monday, August 9th. Hey, this is Fred Fowler, and Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom. And if you think you could benefit from that, visit BlueChew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew is also an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. I went online, and I signed up, and I got mine a few days later, and I get them every month now, and it is awesome. And if you don't like swallowing pills, no problems here. Blue Chew's tablets are chewable. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA, and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. And guys, here's a special deal for you. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code BLITZ at checkout. You just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code BLITZ to receive your first month free. Make the change today. BlueChew.com, promo code BLITZ. Is your working capital tied up in accounts receivables? At Texas Citizens Bank, our AR purchase solution can keep your business in motion. By purchasing your qualified receivables, we give you access to working capital within 48 hours so you can order the equipment or inventory you need now to keep your business growing. It's the fast, easy way to get tomorrow's capital working today. To learn more, call 713-948-9341. 948-9341 or online, TexasCitizensBank.com today. 
Hi, this is Harold Gunn, inviting you to join Bill Olson and me for Texas Outdoor News, the country's number one outdoor radio show for a lot of good reasons. We bring you information and news you can use and guests you'll want to listen to from industry and the field. Now in our 27th year, this Texas favorite outdoor radio show brought to you by Ford Trucks and your best in Texas Ford dealers. Visit TexasOutdoorNews.com for a list of our stations, play the latest programs, and more. That's TexasOutdoorNews.com. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. When you talk about key pieces, then Randall Cobb, we're talking about 2021 Randall Cobb, mm-hmm. even comes into the conversation, and you got to say, how in the world did we get here? And when we talk about divas and we've questioned maybe Aaron Rodgers in this last um, offseason, we started saying, man, is he being the diva here? Who is it? D- d- should he just show up? Because that's what he signed up for coming off the MVP season. Yes, I know it ended in a way that we questioned a lot of things of play calling. Whatever the case is, if we would have thought, if somebody would have told you months back, hey, Randall Cobb's going to end up being the piece that gets Aaron Rodgers back, you would have said, man, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Here we are. Fast forward, Aaron Rodgers. We only get to talk to you guys once a week. Well, he said that he's back. He is back. He's back in the building. But Randall Cobb ended up being the key piece for him, one that happens to be here in town, one that happens to be one that the, the Texans overpaid for. And that's where we are now. That's where we've let these quarterbacks get to. 713-780-3776. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers now. And we're talking about Randall Cobb, ex-Texan, um, ex-startup company player, that, as he is referring to, that saying that the Texans referred uh, or, or, or reminded him as a startup company as to the Packers of being a Fortune 500 one. Hard to argue with that, right? <laughs> I mean, Packers are, are a name brand, and they're in the playoffs pretty much every year because they have Aaron Rodgers. But... You know, as I looked at Randall Cobb's stats, I think this might surprise you. He played every year of his career, basically, with Aaron Rodgers, except for the last two years, right? He played for the Cowboys and the Texans. How many thousand-yard seasons do you think he's had in his career, Randall Cobb? Just off the top of your head. How many seasons? How, how many years do you think he's had 1,000 receiving yards or more? Two? One. I mean, and he played his career with Aaron Rodgers, one of the best ever. So... Because we all think of those days with Jordy Nelson and Randall Cobb, right? And we think, oh, that, and remember Jermichael Finley? And we have all these you know, great memories in our head of that being this incredible offense and them putting up all these numbers. But Randall Cobb, one year, and he was almost 1,300 yards and 12 touchdowns. It was a huge year. But then it never happened again. He only got to 829 yards after that. Last year for the Texans, 441 yards. That's it. Randall Cobb, quote-unquote, Thursday at Packers press conference. I can breathe again. I've seen the other side, and I'm excited to be back here and smiling. It's funny my teammates said you act like you just got out of prison. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very, very, very. I'm not. I'm, I'm, that's not a stutter. That's uh, he literally used three. Very, I'm very, very, very excited to be here. I'm, and then it's funny because it's like whenever you t- 
it's like, nah, it's not me. It's you. You're just trying to get out of a relationship or whatnot. And then you realize that you might have hurt some feelings at the end. He, was, he said, but a lot of moves have been made by Casario. Yeah. They're going in the right direction. I like where they're going in the last few months. There's a lot of new bodies in the building that could make a difference. Because you realize, man, I just crapped all over them. A team that overpaid me. The, the best Bible study team in the entire league. I mean, that you got to give the Texans credit for that. Nobody's better at that than them. A 30, a, I mean, a guy in his 30s. Yeah. Yeah. What is up with, okay, so what do you think goes to this to say about Rodgers? How do you feel about that? At the end of the day, he ended up coming out out of all things. Just, you know, he's walking out of the, out of negotiations. He gets off from the table. They shake hands and he gets to the, t- to the door right before he shuts and he, he sticks his head back and he's like, and I ran, and I want Randall Cobb back too. Yep. Like Texans aren't going anywhere. They'll trade him to us. <laughs> that, that was probably said. And imagine he's right. Texans front office when they when they heard of this. When they said, "Man, Aaron Rodgers is saying he wants Randall Cobb back." They they said, "Who? Mm. What? Like this really? guy? The guy we got? <laughs> you know what does Randall Cobb think? He's sitting at home watching TV, whatever he's doing, hanging out with family. All of a sudden." He hears Rogers wants him back. Probably Rogers texted him before. You know they got probably some kind of communication. Sure. Like, hey, I'm about to get you back in town. He's thinking freedom. Yeah. He, he's doing Antonio Brown running around in the backyard when the Raiders got. Oh, remember when he got let go from the Raiders? He yep. was running around. Thank you. That's what is going on. Yeah, you want Randall Cobb's corpse? That, that's what Casario said. Like, really? Okay, but what they get? They got a sixth round pick for him. And they're having to pick up a few million bucks of his salary. That's how bad his contract was, is that you're still having to pay some of it, and you only got a sixth-round pick. I mean, that is how terrible Jack Easterby and Bill O'Brien are. Thank God at least one of them's gone. But, look, I like the move. Get Cobb out of here. Let's let's see what some of these young guys can do. You know, what are you going to do with Randall Cobb and Terod Taylor this year anyway? Nothing. So I, I, I like the move. The Texans got bailed out a little bit. You know, they get out of Whitney Merciless's contract after this year. So there's at least a light at the end of the tunnel that they're not going to be in cap hell and that they're going to have some real draft capital next year. Now, with the Rodgers situation, it's funny because it's like smoke screens. It's, 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 it's conveniently came out on draft day, right? Like Schefter wanted to drop a bomb, something he said he had in his pocket already and whatnot. Mm-hmm. This was all just talk because nothing in the writing changed. The contract for Rodgers, nothing changed. The Packers didn't give up anything. They didn't have to bow down, basically, because come next season, if if, if this problem, he's going to have to give back more signing money, he's going or more bonus money, actually. So, so what changed other than the fact that we found out more that he's a diva that they had to bring back Randall Cobb more that we found out that we don't even know what uh, two weeks ago he was. They were talking about retirement. What do we find out from the Watson situation, uh, other than, don't get me wrong, what he has going with the 22 women, but that he wanted out? We're back to square one. So this is all just talk. It's all just talk from these these quarterbacks that all of a sudden won out of a situation that they, they wanted to be in not long ago. If it was money, then Rodgers, they say they offered him to make him the highest paid quarterback in the league. So what is the problem? Now, Michael Sanchez says Watson's price goes up if a contending team's quarterback goes down midseason. That's Michael Sanchez from Twitter. That's got to be, I guess, true. We talk about desperation. But but is it? You know, if you don't know when the rug can get pulled out from under you with Deshaun. 
You know, we a punishment could come down whenever. We we have no clarity on that. So I would work. Of course, it makes sense that a team is going to need a quarterback because they lost theirs to injury. But how do they know Deshaun's going to be there for the whole season? You know, like we just don't know. It, especially with the two you alluded to this earlier. There's two cases that HPD's looking into from two different women that aren't a part of the civil lawsuits that are just criminal allegations. That worries me a little bit, right? Because everybody that's defended Deshaun is like, oh, these these women are just after money. It's just a cash grab. But two of them aren't suing him in civil court, and they have complaints with HPD. So they're not trying to get money. They just filed complaints with the police. That's a whole different ballgame. That's a whole different ballgame. Like, you know what a pain in the ass it is to have to go file complaints with police and give your statement? and That's a pain in the ass, and there's no... There's no money on the other side of that. That means that they were so dissatisfied with their experience with Deshaun, they want him to be held accountable for that, And even if they don't get any money out of it. That makes me think there's something going on here. Also, there's a next level to the next level of thinking, and I, and I put it to you like this. Okay, let's say that a team uh, does get an injured quarterback and they want to go out get Watson, obviously then that has to be because the team is obviously already contending. A non-contender is not going to do that for a quarterback goes out. They're going to go ahead and mail it in. So obviously that team's contending, which means that that team's got a pretty good record. So which means that their pick is essentially worse. Yes. So it means that getting Watson is going to make them uh, immediately better, making that pick immediately worse if you, if for the next season. If You, you yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. You're, you're, and, and going forward. And going forward. So, you're yeah, that team needs help. But that that help is going to make their draft pick probably worse. Obviously, it's just it's just it it, it connects. Watson's going to make that team better. So then you're gambling on a gamble. Yeah. I talk, now you're gambling that that team doesn't get too good of. Or you're saying, man, all right, one you're going to be good. Give us your first run this, and hopefully that the years to come they aren't that great. And what if they are? Then you're getting a bunch of back end first rounders. It's got to be something that's known. Yes, and you know Florio came up with this this week. I want to get your thoughts on it. He introduced the idea, what about conditional draft picks? If Deshaun plays this many games, we get a one. If Deshaun plays this many games, we get a two. You know, he was like, maybe a team would be willing to do something like that. But then you have to ask yourself, if you're that team, Jerry, do you want to tie up all your draft picks in this conditional trade for the next several years? You know what I mean? To where you can't do anything with your picks because they're in this Watson trade. And if something changes... You can't. It's like doing a futures bet, right? You know, all your money's tied up in, in what's going to happen next season. You miss opportunities, right? Is a team going to want to do something like that? insert Carson Wentz? Yes, it's pretty much the scenario that's going on with them now. Yeah. Now, whenever he went down, not only him, but then Eagles fans, it it, it affected you as well because there's conditional picks yep. there's a there's conditions to that pick where does it he has to play a certain amount of time or a certain amount of time and make the playoffs once these that's why now you start thinking of a timetable with Carson Wentz and we're going to literally get into what that means for the Colts how does that trickle down to the running backs uh how would we do this from a fantasy perspective we're going to do a whole segment on that but that's what you're getting conditional picks same thing with Watson but man we're talking about a generational talent like this has to be known that Wentz isn't on that level. And Wentz was no. more of a let's let's take a risk. Uh, that's a, a a coach that knew him saying, "I know what he is. I can make him this. Bring him to me in Indianapolis." Yes. With that's why you make okay on these conditions. Maybe if this happens, if this happens. But when you're talking about Watson, you need to know, and it goes to even more of a point uh, to put it in bold of what Josh says that 
If it's not now, then it needs to be at the end of the season because then we know once the season's over, we're not curious, well, what pick are they going to have? Like, what what pick are you going to get for Watson? Is it 18? Is it 19? If that team makes a run, is it in the 20s all of a sudden? What if they become really good and now they got a dynasty going over there? Now, all of a sudden, for the next four years, those picks are back in. Like, that's not what you want to be in. You want to know when you hand over, and that's, I guess, the only benefit of having Casario on them is because it seems like they're they're going to hold their cards and say, you know what? We got to do what's right for this organization. My ass is on the line. You're not going to be a part of this. And by doing that, you got to hold your cards and make any, make them make the move. Of course, you're going to get calls. People are going to call you during this season when someone goes down. How many quarterbacks get see, uh, injured throughout the season? There's going to be a lot of them. And there's or at least a few. Let's see at least four or five. Let's say two or three maybe for the season. At least one. Who's the first person that's going to come to mind? It's going to be Deshaun Watson. But then all of a sudden, you know what the price is. Yeah, it's going to be a massive price. And to your point, you have to think you have a team that can make a real run. A run. If you're going after Deshaun. Like, you think you could win now. the Super Bowl right now. And you're not worried about future because you're giving away your future. Yes. It has to be like, hey, we're, we can win right now. Yep. It would be ballsy, to say the least, to and, do something like and that. And I'm going to be ballsy. I'm giving my pick of the gold cup and it's on the last game i'm gonna give you something to put it i'm not even gonna do the kidney last time i did that man i lost a kidney i've had bad luck i'm gonna tell you call your bookie up right now and put some baby powder on your hand because we're gonna slap them right it's sunday it's money line espn 97.5 this is espn 97.5 The granddaddy of all hunting shows returns to Houston. The 2021 Hunters Extravaganza, August 6th to the 8th at the NRG Center. Bring the kids and see Gator Country's huge alligators and last season's bucks in our annual deer contest. Check out the latest in hunting gadgets and gear and enter our locked and loaded mega giveaway to win big. August 6th to the 8th at the NRG Center. For details and tickets, go to huntersextravaganza.com. A Texas Trophy Hunters production. This is The Bench with John Granado and Lance Zerline. We walk in our sport, by the way. We're not babies and ride on carts. This thing is it's so unbelievable that it has like all of my stats. It's got all my rounds, all my career stats here mm. for all the holes. So do you, wanna, do you, do you really want to know my, you know, your handicap? my handicap? Do you want to tell people what you're actually talking about? What sport is yours? Dis- Frisbee golf. Frisbee golf. Oh, uh, it's disc golf, actually. Um, Tyler... Our uh, Tyler Andrew Scott calls it froth. Frisbee golf, he calls it froth. Mm-hmm. He goes, I didn't know you were a frother. I said, I'm not. I'm a disc golfer. I'm not a frother. Do you also ride around in brooms on a broom and it's pretend you're playing? It's not Quidditch. No? Okay. no, this is disc golf. It's not Quidditch. Um, I don't like that y'all say that it's the same thing. The Bench, weekday mornings from 7 to 11 on ESPN 97.5. Hey guys, Joel Blank. It's that time of the year again. Kids are going back to school. It's time for you to start focusing on your health. After all, your health is your wealth. Invest in yourself. Feel like that younger you again by visiting the people at Apollo Men's Health. They have programs for men and women, from hormone replacement therapy to weight loss programs. Apollo Men's Health can get you results you thought were impossible to achieve. Book your first appointment now. Go to ApolloMH.com or call 832-664-9966. Most major insurance accepted. Discounts for military personnel and first responders. Get to Apollo Men's Health today. Press box with Joel Blank and Nick Sharara. I'm not shocked he doesn't want to be here anymore. I mean, look, he turned off the fan base prior to all these lawsuits popping off to begin with. 
but now people are just so tired of it. And the Texans have been willing to trade him since before the draft, but they've yet to receive any offers because of the legal situation and nothing has changed. Even if you're a team in dire straits of a quarterback, why the hell are you willing to go out and even consider this until you know the fate of the cases? It's not worth the risk to give up all that you would have to give up to realize that your return on your investment could be skewed if just one of these things goes awry. Legitimately, it's only two teams that have a serious amount of assets that they can potentially give up for Deshaun Watson. If they really believe they are one of two teams that have a legitimate chance to get Deshaun Watson, then why would they jump the gun right now and do that? It just doesn't make any sense. The Press Box, weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Have you ever met a girl that you tried to date? But a year to make love, she wanted you to wait. Let me tell you a story in my situation. I was talking to this girl from the U.S. nation. You're listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. R.I.P. You already know what it is here. On Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. The phone lines are open, 713-780-3776. You can text us at that same number. You can hit us on Twitter, at Moneyline 97.5. Or you can come hang out on twitch.tv backslash ESPN 97.5. Let's go to a few comments there. Jermaine, shout out to Jermaine. What's up, my man? Wentz's injury could hurt a potential Watson to Philly trade. Mm. Yeah, because he won't have the amount of playing time for those picks to be... What they could be, I guess. BMFTX says he will agree he wants out three second-round picks in a nice massage table. <laughs> like, how, how uncomfortable is that going to be for anywhere? Let's say he goes to a new team. You think that those those masseuse don't know? Those those team doctors, everyone knows. It's just, it's just when your daughter comes around, it's just, it's just weird. It's just always going to be weird, and that's something that you never had to worry about him. Our guy Chuck from Twitch says... He once upon a time thought Deshaun was an okay dude. Boy, was I dead wrong. It's not only you, though. We were all wamboozled, let's say. We were all – that's what I hate, though, during the draft, NBA draft. What, what are the words used? It's, it's a high character. Mm-hmm. This guy, a locker room guy. Yeah, these guys all are going to put on that front. We don't know what we have here, and, and, it's, and I fell victim to it as well because I thought he was – that'd be the last guy. I mean, you – you could pay me, and I would have. I would have picked every guy out there in that lineup before Watson, and then here we are. It's regardless if you think it's it, it, he's guilty or not, or or if they're trying to money grab or whatever. It's still a problem. It is, and we're always surprised by these things. You know, I'm not. You know, I don't want to compare the two, but I'm just saying everybody thought Bill Cosby was America's dad. You know, like Dr. Huxley. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, Dr. Huxley. You know, we don't know these people. We just watch them on TV, and I, you know, we cover them, but we don't know them. With Bill Cosby, there were some moments where it was like, okay, looking back now, I kind of see it. You know, because he was kind of a creepy dude. Yeah, but that's the thing, but right? Not with Deshaun. No, and to your point, looking back, but. Normally, you're not thinking of that yeah, kind of stuff. You, you know, yeah. you're just, it doesn't occur to you. Why would it occur to you? Yeah, yeah there, there's no reason to be suspect. No. So, I mean, it's just, we don't know these guys. You know, we do the best we can to, to kind of be, you know, therapists in a way where we're reading their body language and the way they do things, but we don't really know, you know? I'll tell you what is known. A three-year extension worth $36.6 million now belongs to one Nick Chubb. Of the Cleveland Browns, what was your first thoughts whenever you saw this deal come through? You know, I 
I saw the reports on Twitter that they were close to a deal, and I think it's it's smart for the Browns. They're really good at running the football. They have a good offensive line. They think they can win the Super Bowl this year. So, you know, yeah, lock up Nick Chubb. He's been fantastic. And little known fact, or maybe it is well known, Nick Chubb is the pick that the the Browns made with that a second round pick that was in the Osweiler deal. Right, don't yeah. say it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kick me while I'm yeah. down, Josh. Yeah, that that's what the that's what the Browns do with you know high draft picks. They take really good players. They took Nick Chubb with that pick for Osweiler. So, and now they're giving him an extension. So I forgot all about that. Yeah, that, it was a nice selection. I think Chubb's one one of the best running backs in the league. He he faces like. A, the, a stacked box, like more than almost anybody I know, like on that plays because they really send the pressure. The exact stat, and it's funny you say that he faces. He had the most yards per carry, right, and most yards per carry after contact, and he's the only guy that faces uh, that that puts up those kind of stats. Being a guy that faces top ten. Of, of stack boxes. So mm-hmm. not only is he facing stack boxes, not only is he getting yards per carry, but he does it after contact. He's a great player. And I think it should help him this year. If Odell Beckham is right and he's healthy, I mean, that's just at least another a speed threat on the field that safeties have to worry about him getting behind you. And then that helps Nick Chubb, gives him a little more room to run. Plus, what, oh, go ahead. what do we do for Nick Chubb, though, from an overall standpoint as far as fantasy? Because, okay, we know he's – when you think about true running backs, guys that can put their head down and, and, and run between the tackles, there's only a few that come to mind that you say they're not gadget guys that, or guys that you don't – you're scared to get 20 runs. We're talking about 20 just carries plus, plus get a few catches. Yep. Nick Chubb is one that can do that. But with Kareem Hunt there, it always – sometimes they get to the goal line, Kareem Hunt gets it, or, or, or they get in the red zone and, and Hunt breaks a 20-yarder and you never got that, that, that goal line carry because we do know that Chubb gets a lot of the goal line work. So where does that – where does that put you mentally as far as when you're drafting this year in fantasy to a guys that – like like a Zeke Elliott, for example, like what what puts him miles ahead of these guys or behind them? Like to me, it's the catches. If you're in a PPR league or not, because last year Chubb only had 16 catches. But what's what's amazing about what he did is he only played in 12 games, but he still rushed for over a thousand yards and he got 12 rushing touchdowns. So I mean, he's averaging a touchdown a game. You know, so. Th- if you, if you like Chubb, you're going to have to take him at the end of the first round or early second round. That's kind of where he's going. I think he's clearly more valuable in a non-PPR because, you know, Kareem Hunt gets a lot of those catches. Would you want to handcuff Kareem Hunt if you get Nick Chubb? It depends on how early I have to take Kareem Hunt. And that's the scare because yeah. someone's going to go up there and get Kareem Hunt in that. In that. Okay, so the way it goes usually is those guys in those middle rounds say it gets down to the eighth, ninth round, and those guys that don't have the running backs that went wide receiver, the guy that went and got Kelsey early and then got Mahomes to do the double connection, all of a sudden he's like, man, I don't have any running backs. Yep. And all of a sudden he's going to go out there and get Hunt in that like eighth or ninth. Now, don't get me wrong, if it's like 10th or 11th and you're thinking, all right, let's do this, knowing that Chubb has gotten hurt, he's a physical runner. I just yep. talked about that yards after contact that he can run. He gets hurt. He's not necessarily he, – I mean, he he's stout, but he's necessarily just a Derrick Henry-built kind of guy. So also let me ask you this. Odds to lead the NFL in rushing yards. Obviously Derrick Henry's up there at plus 450. Christian McCaffrey at six hundred plus six hundred, so that's six to one. Dalvin Cook six to one. Nick Chubb eight and a half to one. Does that 
I guess, uh, get the appetite going because right under him you have Jonathan Taylor 11 to 1. Would you rather have a Nick Chubb ticket at 8.5 to 1 or a Jonathan Taylor ticket to lead the NFL in rushing yards? I think I'd rather go with Chubb, but both of those guys are sharing touches. You know, that that's the thing. You know, Naeem Hines is going to come in there and take some touches away. I love the, the talent of Jonathan Taylor, but I hate what you're having to pay for him. You've got to take him in the first round. And you just don't know how much work he's going to get. And now Carson Wentz is hurt. You know, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of risk right there. So I think I'd go with Chubb. And Chubb, dude, five point six yards per attempt leads. I mean, that's that's amazing. Really, you're just betting on if you think he's going to stay healthy. And I think Kareem Hunt will definitely have his role, but I think Chubb's going to get a lot of work, man. All right, so we talk about ADPs, and and it, and it just depends where you're at, uh, what kind of scoring. But let's go to PPR. As far as PPR, when you talk about Chubb, they got him at the back end of the first round. So you're going to have to take a chance there for a running back that splits the backfield. Zeke Elliott, how much will he split the backfield this season? He's my bounce back candidate. Me too. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. People are going to sleep on him. You remember Zeke Elliott falling now behind Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley, Henry, Kamara, uh, Cook, McCaffrey. Elliot used to be the guy that you'd be like, if he's not 1A, he's, the, he's, he's that 1B. You know, he's 1.2, 1.3. Is, is Zeke, you would always get him there. All of a sudden, he has one year where he was somewhat out of uh, out of shape, you could say. And where, he had COVID. We forget about that. Plus, he lost his quarterback, too. Yeah, that that's help. a big part of it. Mentally, I think he was kind of checked out once that happened because when you get when you get to fumble, uh, fumbling at that level, it's a real mental aspect. I think that that happened. Then all of a sudden, they found success in, in what Pollard. Uh, yeah. All of a sudden, just it's like, okay, let me take a step back. He knows that his role, he's not going anywhere. Now, yeah. some people said, man. Could they just deal uh, uh, Zeke? And it's like, well, let's slow down. Let's slow down. I know that you found a little bit of, of, of diamond in the rough, but that's because he's running behind a good offensive line, that one that Zeke usually dominates behind. Let's give Zeke another year. He's bouncing back this season. Yeah, and I think that offensive line is going to be a lot more healthy this year. We are seeing Tyron Smith. I think he's dealing uh, with an elbow issue right now, like tendonitis, but they think he's going to be okay. I think the offensive line being better. And, and here's the thing. Think of Zeke's stats when he's played with Dak. He, he's always been good. You know, when, when Dak was there, he's always been fantastic. So we expect Dak to be healthy this year. So I, I think Zeke goes goes back to being terrific. Just remember last year we were arguing if it was good to take Zeke because he already had COVID. Remember, you know, we yeah. were like, we were like, oh, that makes him. You know, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, we're like, That's we want so we, weird. Yeah, we want him because he's already had it because we didn't know as much about COVID back then. So think how how different we look at everything you know a year later and now i think a lot of us are going to base some of our draft picks on if guys have been vaccinated or not that's another thing that's really weird but man the times we live in yeah now does this i guess play into any kind of factor okay we heard that Dak got a little injured it's it's minor right it's more of a strain or something he says that it was a it was a matter of not warming up well enough now all of a sudden the cowboys are using terms like We'd rather later than sooner when we talk about Dak. So they're going to be real patient with him. Well, that patience obviously falls somewhere opportunity where the opportunity fall in Elliott's lap. And I think that it will. I think that obviously teams can't stack the box against that, that, that those pass catchers. You can't. No. Okay, so he's going to have opportunity. If they do, then, then, then Dak's going to get his. But 
I believe that there's going to be opportunity for Zeke, and then he's going to he's going to work right back into that top three running back. Where all of a sudden McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Kamara, Henry, uh, Barkley, Taylor, all these guys are. I'm like, no, I think Elliott's going to surpass them. I would take Elliott as high as number four, right after Kamara is where it, it may maybe Derrick Henry. I would take in front of him, but that's about it. You know, I I think Zeke's going to obviously catch more passes than Derrick Henry. So in, in another breakout. I think this is the year for C.D. Lamb. I think he becomes the number one receiver for the Cowboys. According to my man, Lamont, he says, if you play fantasy with, and I'm not even going to say the the other station, but the Texan station, he says, hey, it's easy money. They all just draft Texans players. <laughs> Nico Collins, my first-round pick. You're like, what? who else do he's you gonna got? He's going to be good this year. <laughs> I don't know first-round good, but I think he's going to be the leading receiver Give for the Texans. Give me Philip Lindsay. Yeah. You're like, okay, that's a good and let me get a let me handcuff him with Ingram and Rex Burkhead. Don't don't, yeah. don't sleep on on Nico Collins though. He's gonna have nine hundred and twenty six yards this year. Wow, I think I think he's gonna be a good player. But I mean, Brandon Cooks is still in the offense. I don't know how many targets Nico's gonna get. I mean, there's like fourteen wide receivers. It's gonna be Nico's year. I'm put calling it now. I'm putting my name on it. Nico, number one pick, market, market, money line, ESPN ninety seven five. Hey everybody, John Granato here. I love Lafayette. I lived in Lafayette. I'm at my wife there. I don't know that you're going to meet your wife there, but you're going to love Lafayette as well. They got something going on called Eat Lafayette. It's a summer-long celebration of Lafayette's restaurants. There's something for everyone's taste buds. A lot of restaurants are offering great deals, and you can take advantage. And if you love Zydeco, there's live music seven days a week. Lafayette, Louisiana is the heart of Louisiana's Cajun and Creole country. There's something for everyone there. Go to LafayetteTravel.com. This summer, enjoy Lafayette at Lafayette Travel. So a friend told me about Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and his exact words were, it changed my life. I used to spend a ridiculous amount of time trying to remove tomato sauce from inside our microwave and soap scum off the bathtub. It's like seriously magic and my secret weapon for cleaning the kitchen, bathroom, doors and walls and even keeping my sneakers clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, greatest invention ever. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, the unicorn of cleaning. Marcus by Goldman Sachs offers personal loans with no fees ever. Banks offer coffee. So what's more important, a Marcus by Goldman Sachs loan with no fees that could help consolidate debt or bank coffee that tastes like bank coffee? You can money. Visit Marcus.com to learn more about saving, borrowing, and investing from Marcus by Goldman Sachs. Investing involves risk and investments may lose value. Brokerage and investment advisory services by Goldman Sachs and Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Lending and deposits products provided by Goldman Sachs Bank USA. Member FDIC. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind. Ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. We leave no warrior behind. Wounded Warrior Project is a nonprofit organization created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war. Whether those scars are physical or mental, we're here to make sure that they heal. And whether it's helping those with post-traumatic stress disorder live a normal life again or giving much-needed support to injured warriors and veterans' hospitals, Because no one deserves our help more than the men and women who risk their lives to keep us safe. Wounded Warrior Project. We never leave a fallen warrior behind. Ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. 
At Kroger, fresh groceries are our thing. So we check your delivery order for freshness at every step from farm to store and pick and pack every veggie in your free pickup order with care because we treat your food the way we'd want ours to be treated. We're fresh every day, so shop anyway. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. And now you'll find more ways to save on your favorites. When you download digital coupons, you can use up to five times in one transaction. Kroger, fresh for everyone. to Money Live on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. How do you want it? How do you feel? How do you feel? Twitter, shout out to everyone hanging out. My man Jermaine makes a great point. He says, the Brown situation, uh, the cap space will get very interesting these next couple years. We could see some cap casualties soon. Let's start there because... Baker Mayfield's going to have to get his money. Yeah. I'm not sure how much money, and I think that that's why things are a little bit on, I'm not going to say pause, but they're, I, think, I believe that the front office, uh, the Browns front office is, is, is waiting. I think they want to see one more season. Let's not forget that although the Browns had a lot of success last season, on a lot of those games, Baker had under 25 attempts, 28 attempts. It was more because that ground game we talked about. And when we talk about this season – the Browns, it, I don't know what life we're living in that the Browns are all of a sudden contenders. People are thinking, man, if you build a team to be able to build, uh, beat the Chiefs, that's how, that's what you're aiming for. you got to beat the Chiefs somehow if you're in the AFC, right? Then you need to build them the way the Browns do it. They're, they got pass rushers. they got a run game to keep the ball away from. They went and picked out defensive backs from the best defense in the league last season. They've made moves. It's their time right now, and a lot relies on Baker. No doubt. And, and Baker's not a free agent until 2023. So, you know, they, they could get an extension for him a year from now. You know, they, they don't have to do it right now. Let him play another year. What do you think? Are you sold on Baker? Like, I think he's good, but I don't think – I don't see, like, great, like, top five in the NFL. I just see, like, he's really good if he has a lot of stuff around him. Uh, that, I'm, I'm with you. Okay. That's that's. I think he has help. He needs a lot of. He needs a good ground game behind him to 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 keep the defense honest. Uh, he like he he's really good on misdirection. I'm not sure. I guess let's see a a, a a healthy year with with Beckham with Landry. What it was supposed to be. Remember that was the year everyone got ahead of themselves. Yeah. Don't forget that one Houston's Taylor, the quarterback. They were sharing the RV during during a uh, uh, hard knocks mm-hmm. with Baker. He was contending. It was it was it was either Terod Taylor or Baker for that spot. Let's not forget that that's what what it was for one point. Then all of a sudden, now Baker, I guess, got the reins to it. But what has he really proved? I guess that the the Browns fans are rejoicing that they finally got to see the the play, the postseason. That's a big deal for Cleveland fan. For for Cleveland fan that's missed that in an entire lifetime, there's guy that now he can die. Cleveland fan can die now and say, hey. Baker took us to the to, to the to the playoffs and yeah. and dealt the Steelers. Yes, and every Sunday we have a real chance of winning. You every know? single yeah, Sunday, every Sunday. But you see what happens whenever you start changing the front office. Whenever you get rid of bad coaches, all of a sudden you start making moves. If you had to build a team to beat the Chiefs, like I said, you need edge rushers. You have them. I don't know what clown is going to be. I know what Garrett's going to be. And whenever you need defensive backs, guys that can lock down guys. You went and picked up two guys from the Rams. 
Not only one, but you took two of them. And Denzel Ward's not bad. Yeah, he's a good player. He's he they. I think they rely on him to be to to be a key piece. So then they went and took. When you think of that Rams defense, and you think about the defensive backs, you usually just think Ramsey, the, the common fan. Sure. But then when you start looking back, you start thinking about, wow, they were great all around. And then all of a sudden, the Cleveland Browns just say, "Come here, let me get two of those guys." That defense is stacked. The run game is stacked. The offensive line improved. Mm. That John Johnson signing goes under the radar a lot, but John Johnson is one of the the better cover safeties in football. You could see him make plays in L.A., so that was what I really liked. And yeah. Plus, they got that rookie that they were supposed to get last year, but he tore his ACL in training camp. So, yeah, they're stacked. And they, they went and grabbed Austin Hooper and paid him a ton of money. They still have Greedy Williams, and then, like he said, Denzel Ward, John Johnson, uh, they they have a team. They got the two pass rushers. What I said on the edges, they Malik Jackson. Uh, they, that defense is stacked. Whenever you have a defense like that, and then you, you're like, all right, well, what's on the other side of the ball? A team that can run the yeah that that keeps your defense off the field. That keeps your defense rested. That keeps scores low where your defense is not having to pin their ears. But it's just it everything is makes sense right now for Baker. This is playing into Baker's hands because he doesn't have to be special. No. And his numbers, like, they're not going to wow you. He passed for 3,500 yards last year. I mean, we're used to seeing pretty much every quarterback throw for over 4,000, at least the good ones, right? He passed for 3,500 yards, 26 touchdowns to eight interceptions. That's a pretty good ratio. But I think the other thing we have to remember with Baker, what was it, three games last year where the weather was just atrocious? You know, like atrocious. the wind was so bad, like they couldn't do anything on Plus, offense. And he had to have the, he had that one game where all his wide receivers were playing in the parking lot. They were warming up. Like there were some games that really kind of, but even then, he played good in that game too. Like, so yeah, that, I, I'm with you on that, Josh. Yeah, the, the weather we we have to remember. You know, the weather affects some of these guys, especially in cities like Cleveland. And look how much every year they try to give him options. Though when they went and got Beckham, they, they went and got Jack Conklin whenever they needed offensive line. Austin Hooper was available. They yep. said, okay, let's give him one of the best tight ends, the best tight end on the on the market at that time. Yep. Everyone wanted Austin Hooper because they said, hey, this can be the next big tight end. Let's go get him. They've given him options. Yeah. Now it's time to produce, and he has everything there. I, I hate to say, man, the Browns are going to be something, but they are. But what kind of something in that division? Because that division's not a pushover. But we've seen that that division can have three playoff teams. Yeah. We've seen that. We, we have. And I think the Bengals are going to be better. Than yeah. That. Yeah. That offense, they're saying it's going to be must-watch television. And and I'm not going to go as that far, but if that defense hasn't improved, that offense might be because they're going to be chasing a lot of games. They, they have a lot of pieces. That division is is nasty. It is. I wonder, you know, I worry a little bit about the O-line for the Bengals. I, I, you know, I could... I could see that being an issue, but they're talking about we could have three 1,000-yard receivers. With Sewell, in this Philo, you're worried? <laughs> they, they, they shouldn't have passed on uh, Sewell, uh, Penny Sewell. That was pretty dumb. But If it was anybody other than Jamar Chase there in, in Burrow, I think it, I think they just they got into fantasy mode, you know? Like, yeah. Hey, I could, we can, we can, this is a connection here because I'm with you. They should have got Penny Sewell. He's a, He's a, you can already give him a Hall of Fame jacket. That's, that's the what, way. That's what some of the executives were saying. He's the only first round. He's the only Hall of Famer in that in that draft. They say straight Hall of Famer. They say you already can put him, give him the jacket, put him in the Hall of Fame. But 
You know how it is whenever Burrow's there and you're trying. Um, what puts butts in seats? You know, it's not offensive linemen, for, uh, yeah. but it, it's those wide receivers. And and when Jamar Chase came into the equation, it was, don't get me wrong, if it was anybody else, it just happened to be like, man, LSU, let's connect. This is this is like a dream come true. You know, Burrow put in his two cents. Yeah. And A.J. Like, Green was on his way out. They needed to, they wanted to address that. By the way, he's been... Had, had some great reports about him at camp this year. I think we could see a bounce back year for A.J. Green. Just You know how guys are when they play on the Bengals or they play for the Lions. You know they're, they're, they're not good because of the situation. I wonder if A.J. Green has a bounce back year this year. It would not surprise me. Week one, an NFL owner came out and said, this NFL opener is going to be like David against Goliath. And I'm going to tell you who said that next on Moneyline. This is Ed Tuttle Jones, and you're listening to ESPN 97.5.